Hi, everybody, and welcome to El Camino People, the podcast, one more time on this new third season. Yes, finally. We are so great that all these two years that we have with COVID have gone by. We are finally finishing the Sacobeo and we are up to our next year that I think will be amazing for all the pilgrims coming to Santiago. I think the numbers will go back to more normal numbers, not the craziness that we are seeing in Santiago this year. So we will see what this October and November looks like, but probably will be something that we, you know, will be what sets the mood for next year and lately you know since i did my first camino i saw a lot of people you know practicing yoga looking for a lot of you know we are um, i think we are getting more connected with nature with more ways of healing different ways of medicine and i think the camino is a place where people from all these different beliefs or, or way of thinking get together and and we can discuss so today we have a, a great interview we have our friend Chara, that she's from the Netherlands, I think, and she's gonna be, we're gonna be talking about her Camino experience and also about her background with all these different uh, things. So here we are. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Jose, I'm very good. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to talk about- Thank you for uh, coming. I'm like, you just did your Camino (laughs) not so long ago. True, it's uh, two, two and a half weeks ago. So I'm still a little bit in the So you're still what they call the Camino Blues. Are you feeling it? The the calling of going back? No, I well, yes, definitely. I I I cheer myself definitely up by planning a new one, but uh, it's not a blues at all. No, I still feel very grateful and happy, and uh, and I still have the feeling like it's continuing with giving me insights. So. I hope the blues doesn't come. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to skip it. That's my plan. <laughs> that will be amazing because for a lot of people, it's one of the biggest challenges. I hear, you know, stories from people sleeping in their house and the sleeping bag, people going everywhere, walking, <laughs> no. people carrying a backpack. I have I guess, to you know, say, we'll... a week ago, I did sleep in a cave with my daughter in the middle of oh. nowhere in France. And uh, I think it's because the Camino, I said, yes, it was very spontaneous and I maybe wouldn't have done it uh, uh, so easily. Um, I would have considered at least a day, but now I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so you're keeping the Camino mood and the Camino. I did sleep. It was more like spending the whole night in the cave, being cold, <laughs> but it was it was fun. <laughs> oh, cool Airbnb. I'm like, why not? <laughs> yeah. So tell us, I'm like, my question, you know, always, you know, I live in Pamplona, the Camino goes through my front door. I've been seeing pilgrims all my life, but it took me more than 30 years to walk the Camino for my first time. So I always ask everyone, and I think it's so interesting, how did you find out about the Camino de Santiago? Well, I, I've heard already a long time um, about the Camino and, and from from many, like I've, I've been on a spiritual journey for, for a long time. And somehow it's combined like a lot of people mm-hmm. it's it's not only from the christian background like you just feel a pull right and um and my i think my stepdad went on his first camino like around eight years ago and uh, and he was hooked and i saw what it did to him and every year he needed to plan at least a few weeks to to do another route and um and then i started to to read books and uh yeah, I, 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 but, but to be honest, like it was nice to read the books and, and read the information about it, but it was more for my brain because my heart already knew, oh, I'm going to do that walk. And the first moment I heard about it, it's like, oh, yeah, that's for me. That's one of those oh, things that I, I always on my say, bucket you know, list. A lot of people, they say, you know, when I start walking the Camino, when I start putting the Camino, when I put on the shoes, and I'm like, no, no, you start walking the Camino that day that you discover that you, as you say, you know, your soul, your heart knows that yeah. you're going to walk in. I'm like, I yeah. don't know what is with the Camino, but I don't know. Yeah, anyone you recognize that is like, it, right? You recognize it your, your way or something. Yeah, there's something ahead of you. There's a journey. So you listen about the Camino, you discover, you start reading books, but when did you decide that, you know, is the time? Now is my time to go on and walk the Camino. Um, well, I, I, I had that a few times, but it's, it's crazy. Like in January, I was in a store and I saw, you know, uh, in the Decathlon and, uh, and I saw this backpack and I was like, oh, but this backpack is so amazing. I should already buy it for on the moment. Like I'm going to decide I'm going to do the Camino. So I don't even have to go to the store and uh, buy a backpack. And so I felt already like little by little, I was collecting everything that on the moment I could go. 
uh, I, I was able to. And um, I wanted to go already earlier in this year, but my I, I had a journey in Costa Rica and my daughter um, just told me like, mom, you know, I don't feel comfortable right now if you go for, for three mm -hmm. weeks away. So I had to uh, postpone postponed to 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 the moment i it felt right and then uh my my daughter went on a holiday with her dad for three weeks and i was like okay next day i'm i'm, I'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> and how so did you decide spontaneous. The... I, I booked two days before to be honest two days before so, you know yeah. what is strange like almost 50 i will say 50 60 percent of the people that I interview they go to the Camino like that. They know, but it's as suddenly as something, you know, spike that something happens, something, whatever. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. And it, and it's amazing because, you know, if, if you Google, like, what do you need? And, uh, online, there's a lot of advice that Much. you should definitely not go with new shoes. You shouldn't, you know, go and think you can just walk 25 K a, a day, uh, with no training and it's up the hill. And what are you thinking? And, and, and for me, it was even worse. I wasn't able because I, I had for, uh, uh, since the first time COVID and the second time COVID in January, I, my body was just going into almost like an autoimmune and, uh -huh. and the last months before the Camino, I wasn't even able to do a 10 minutes walk without sitting wow. for five minutes to rest. And, um, so uh, for, for me, it was just a letting go of all those thoughts and expectations. And I was just like, I'm going to do this amateur Camino um, and I'm going to walk five or 10 miles a day. And, and I'm going to be so proud of myself. Like, it doesn't matter if I walk for a half hour and, and wait for a half hour. It was, it was not about that for me. It was just mm -hmm. about going and seeing what the road would bring me and not like going in a rat race that the daily life has right so um yeah so 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 that was very funny and i i have no no re regrets <laughs> i think that's amazing you know a lot of people right now we've been seeing lately this year you know the rat race that has become the 100k for a lot of people that i think in a way is a way to set up you know the seed that will grow eventually in the future and send them into a you know a real no, I would say real, you know, a more deeper Camino. But as you say, you know, the Camino is what takes us away of your old craziness day that we live, you know, with schedules, the agenda, the everyday, everything is planned, everything. And going to the Camino and say, you know, maybe one day I will walk five miles, maybe 10, maybe not. Who cares? I'm like, that's the beauty. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So how did you decide which Camino, where you're going to start? What was the plan? And you have three weeks. Oh, you have a specific it, time. It, it, it already started so crazy so because of my um medical condition on that moment i i was having um uh you know inflammations in 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 like my knee and my shoulder in my finger so i just knew i really had to take care um but uh, also the week before i was going i had an mri um because i uh, be, because i had a melanoma three years ago mm -hmm. and um i had some things uh, um, um because of the tiredness because of not being able to focus you know all very yeah. much a uh, uh, long COVID, but they just wanted to make sure that it wasn't a spread out melanoma in my brain mm -hmm. so and i think after that mri um for me, that was the moment I made a decision, like no matter what the outcome is, I'm going to go on this Camino. Mm -hmm. So even if I will hear there that I have uh, uh, something in my brain that I'm not excited about, um, mm -hmm. at least I will do my Camino that, you know, will provide whatever it needs to. And um, so, so th that was already pretty emotional. And also like it was a letting go of all those expectations and, and thoughts, right? Um, and the thing was also because I wanted to do hundred, I was like, okay, that's amazing. And then I was like, no, I am going to, um, uh, I even forgot like the 200 kilometers before Pont, Pont de Federa. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, so I was like, okay, let's, let's do it. Like, let's try the 200 and then maybe take secretly a bus sometimes. So at least I will do the hundred kilometers and mm -hmm. I will take my time. And um, so, but then I, I flew to Madrid. I took a train to Leon and I was, you know, this, this already, like, I felt so emotional of being there and this church, my gosh, it, it was amazing. And 
you know, there was already so much movement in my soul and my body. And um, so my plan was to start the next morning. I, I expected a call at 8.30 and um, of the doctor to give me the, the bad results. So you went to Spain without the knowing the, res the results of the MRI? No. No, I was I, I was like planning. So oh, I was okay, like okay. I'm day, like, wow. So the first day, so I arrived in the evening in Leon, and then the day after, I would get the doctor's call, and then I would take the bus, uh, fifty or hundred kilometers further to start my okay. That was the plan. So then, at eight thirty, I got this call from the doctor, and I was already with my backpack walking to the bus station, and uh, um, and I was sitting, and then he says like I've great news i you're fine you know like wow. at least like i'm sorry to to feel that you have the long covid but at least you know you don't have that melanoma in your brain i'm, yeah. I'm so happy because if it's not there now it won't be there suddenly in a half year and um and and on the moment he was calling and everything was a little bit vague started to be vague and and i saw this yellow uh, arrow in front of me i was like shit this is already on the way, right? So, and I feel it. I, I even get emotional if I, if I, it's the first time I even tell it to someone because uh, I, I just started walking. I just started walking because I had so much energy and so much emotions and reliefs and, you know, like, oh my gosh, you know, I can be, I can, I can continue being the mom of my daughter and, and all those it was like a fireworks in, inside of me and I got so much energy out of it that I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to walk for now. At least one, you know, let's go. I need Whatever. to follow the path. Whatever. I don't care. I just go. And, uh, and I, I never stopped. And, wow. you know, and, and it was amazing. And, um, and yeah, that, that, that's how I, that's how, and I, yeah, I never had to take a bus. <laughs> That's incredible, you know. A lot of people say yeah. that the Camino provides, and, and and as I was saying, you know, sometimes we go to the Camino for whatever reason. I say always that we don't decide to go to the Camino; the Camino calls you in a way. Mm. And in your case, you know, we always see the people that you know. We always mention that you carry your big backpack, no, and you were there with the the biggest thing that you can carry in your backpack. That thought of you know what is going to happen, you know, even you were ready to keep walking, but. You know, we are not all ready to have cancer or whatever, even if we know we would deal, but having that lifted up and like, and feeling the energy and that moment in the morning and everything and like, it was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it, it felt. It was the absolutely perfect moment to celebrate my life and myself. And, uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> I think it was the perfect way to start the Camino. Like I, I don't want to wish I, I could, everyone. I, I couldn't <laughs> A better one. I, I hear recommend. so many stories, but I think yours is the is top number one right now, really. <laughs> so how was the first day after that? I'm like, anything that can happen, I'm like, how did you feel? I'm like, probably you will, do you remember well, anything of that day? You know, how was the... I, I did make mistakes <laughs> that first day um, because, um, because I wasn't really prepared. I did have my water, but I didn't look into how long the road was, what the, what, what the options were, where to go. And, um, and I was starting pretty late and that moment, you know, those days it was 38 degrees. That's like, was, or Celsius, that, that's hundreds, hundreds yeah. degrees. Hot, yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, and that's intense for a first day, you know, having a little well, for a first time, immune and also problem, with your whole you know? yeah, COVID thing. That, that's, that's, that's tricky. Uh, yeah, exactly. But so, so I was walking out of Leon and that first path, it's very much towny, right? It's, it's like mm -hmm. you go to the suburbs and, and then when it starts, you know, you walk next to the highway and I was like, shit, you know, it's like shit. And, and then I saw this alternative route i was like this is great this is where i feel my pool into so and then it was you know so I, I found a lunch place and i had a drink and i had already to walk so far to find one place to to be able to to use the loo and and to 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 you know get a little bottle of water um and then i started to walk but it was one o'clock already and i was feeling so energetic and i was like i can do this i'm still celebrating i'm still on this buzz but then it started to become so hot and that alternative route uh it's in the middle of 
nowhere. Nowhere. And yes. <laughs> there are no trees, for example. And um, and I knew from 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 the last you know hundred kilometers, I knew there were lots of green trees, no matter what. Sometimes rain, and this is what I was reading into right before. Um, so 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 the funny thing is is that I was walking and walking, and and one moment it was two and a half hours of walking, and I was starting to get out of water, and I was I was at this moment that I was getting dizzy, and I was going you know I was walking already from eight thirty, and. Mm-hmm. Um, from from if I found like this little tree, I was waiting in the shadow, and and then I was like till I was finding my breath again, and then almost run to the next one ten min ten minutes further, and I was at this one tree, and and I saw so far had no one there, and like in two and a half hours, I I didn't see one person passing me by, no car in the distance, just nothing. My phone started to run out of battery. I had just a little bit of water. I, you know, I was dizzy. I needed water, but I was just too afraid to drink the water for in case I was going to need it, not realizing that I was, that was the moment I needed that water. I was dizzy. I was like finding troubles to using my phone. It was getting blurry. And, and then I started praying. I really started praying and I was like, giving myself to that praying and i was like you know i'm not here for praying i'm just here for whatever i don't know yet but i'm not christian i'm just more spiritual but i started to pray Mm. like okay if this if this is the way right this christian way um what's the difference between meditation and praying and i started to pray to god like you know if you're there this is the moment i can use some help you know, and I really, I really pray, like, if you're there, show me, right? Because, like, I know I shouldn't take buses, taxis, ask for help because it's my way, but I can use help now. And if someone would pass by a car or whatever, uh, you know, please, because I, I need to jump in the back. Um, and then I started walking and literally one minute later, I started to hear a motorcycle behind me. And there was this old dude, like a what well, old dude? A typical I, 70, old, yeah. 75, 75 something. And uh, and I said, like, I really made him stop. And he was very like, uh, what is this? And I was what like, is this I lady need this help. Time of the day? I was like, he was n- not speaking one word English. I was like, nada, espanol, nada, help. Uh, you know, and, 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 and doing the signs that I was in need of a Coke Zero. Um, and uh, so I was like, I need to, to step, you know, on, on your motorcycle if that's okay. And, uh, and he was laughing. And so um, he understood what I needed. And, uh, uh, and I was there with my huge backpack on this motorcycle with no helmet. With no nothing, helmet, no with, nothing. Like, just in the middle you know, of nowhere. I was not wearing anything, just sweating. And I was just like those 15 <laughs> minutes to the first town, I was laughing so much. Like, this is incredible. And I really felt like if this is the first day, you know, I am going to enjoy this journey. That's, I was, I was very, like, uh, y- your very first day went happy. from from amazing to, to incredible. I'm like, we can make a movie about your first day. I'm like, it's just. <laughs> yeah. So, but... so, yeah. So, so he brought me a little bit further and then I could uh, finish after, uh, um, yeah, I, after, after some drinks and I felt fine again. And, uh, yeah, it was incredible. We had even, he came over to, to have a pizza with me in the evening and, uh, That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was very nice. You touch base in a, in a couple of things that a lot of people mention, you know, the, the cheating of the bus, the cheating of the train, the cheating of taking a motorcycle. I'm like, it is not cheating unless you feel it's cheating. You know, I always say it's your own Camino and your it's my journey. Your exactly. And, you know, look, look at your journey. You were caught there to just walk 100K. Suddenly you decided to walk. Suddenly you're in the middle of nowhere that please in Spain, no walking after 2 p.m. Unless you know mm. what you're doing, you carry a lot of water and you know exactly. in the summer... Because I've been hiking all my life. I already have two dehydrations and I've been in the hospital once. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I was close. You know, I, uh, I think I was close. That's the thing. Sometimes we don't even know when we are that close. And it's not kidding. This year, a couple of pilgrims passed away in the Camino. Well, the, the thing is, two days later, 
I heard when I started to make friends, um, I heard that the, the, the route, you know, one day behind me, um, there was a girl who was 30 who cleft. And two hours later, other friends who, who knew her from, from the days before found her and she was, she turned into a mummy. Two hours later, they figured out. Um, so, and, and that gave me a lot of goosebumps because I, I wasn't able to even tell them what my experience was, but I realized, shit, you know, that was, that was close. And on the other hand, you know, outside of being, uh, calling myself a fool or anything, it was, it was a very necessary moment I had there because of the letting go of the resistance of the, mm -hmm. you know, the, the praying, I really felt carried by God or the universe or the way, you know, it's, it's for me, it's all the way or God or the universe. It's all the same. And, um, yeah, I, I was very well, grateful that's, that's for, beauty, for that you know, experience. When, yeah. A lot of people talk about suffering in the Camino and I think there's a way of suffering. There's some ways, you know, it can be mental, it can be physical, but in every, you know, if you talk to meditation, you know, to pray and there's always a kind of suffering through the ages, you know, even Christian, all the religions have different ways because suffering and different things can get us into a, a moment that maybe we are more open or more willing to do something. You know? So I guess the problem is to control that and also to be sure that you have the option, you know, in your case, you having a phone or something to call or knowing, you know, what to do in case that something like that happened. But if it's going to happen, it's going to happen, you know, what a place to be in the Camino because, but some people happens because of, you know, because they weren't ready and that's not okay. If it's going to happen because, you know, you have a heart attack or something. Okay. But just because you didn't carry water, or you get lost or something like that. You know, that's the Camino yeah, still, still feel, but yeah. But is, you know, the good thing of the Camino is like, you can go there and it's almost more difficult. If you do the PCT or you go to the Alps or you go to the, any of the big GRs that are really hiking routes that can happen because it's more dangerous. But the Camino, a lot of people, they think is a safe environment. It is safe, but sometimes things can happen. If you well, not follow... if you take the alternative routes without checking where you're going. I think that's like if someone is listening to this and you uh, maybe on, on your way, you will think about this moment and you think like, oh, yeah, maybe let me check if I have enough water. But you know, also for, for me, that that makes me think maybe, you know, but that was your way. I'm like, that was what needed to happen to you. If that didn't of happen, course. maybe you wouldn't be Every here today and your Camino will be totally a different experience. But of course, everything what happened was exactly a part of the journey and everything was exactly how it, you know, was supposed to be. So, so true, sometimes like, should we follow all these Camino rules, this blog, yeah, but you know, or like, just go and... You shouldn't jump out of, you know, off a building and just like, hey, if I need to die, then it's the way. And then yeah. if I need, if I suddenly can grow wings and can fly, then that's the way it's, you know, I think some consciousness would be, yes. you uh, know, uh, recommended the, as well. Point. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, it's not only faith, so, it's some brain as well. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And what happened after that? You continue your first days incredible. Suddenly here you are walking the Camino, you have a day that probably for most pilgrims takes a whole Camino to experience something like that. How did the Camino continue? Well, yeah, it was, it was funny because like it, it's, it was like every day was almost like a new journey, right? There was a other mm -hmm. theme or, uh, uh, another environment. And, um, it's, it's, you know, the amazing thing is, and, uh, and I'm sure you, you can, you can uh, recognize that it's like the whole Camino. It's very hard to give exactly the words to it because it's the whole thing is the experience, the, the feelings, the, it, it's so hard to explain what happens. And, um, it's, yeah. So, so, um, th there was a lot of letting go. I think, that's for everyone in the, mm -hmm. in the first part, you know, especially, you know, that that's why the cross, the famous cross is there as well. And, um, and because I, I watched the movie the way, uh, the day before I was going to do my Camino, uh, I did took that first day a stone and, um, and I was walking with the stone many times in my hand, feeling a little ridiculous. Uh, but still, like, it was great to every time give myself a, uh, you know, just a reminder of like, okay, but what is the thing that I can let go? And every day I started to feel more and more 
what I wanted to let go. So first it was just the obvious thing, like of the sadness, for example, of mm -hmm. ex-boyfriends, of bad decisions. But every day when I was walking more and more, like it was, it was going deeper. It was uh, behavior patterns, uh, uh, you know, being secure, anxious, avoidance, all those things uh, were, were part of it. And um, I realized of, of that little girl inside of me that I was not always carrying, you know. Um, so, to, so the whole thing was when I came to the cross, that, that was a very, very important moment uh, in my journey. And it was just, you know, I don't know, it was, I don't remember. I think it was like four or five days on my, on my road. Um, and that was, that was incredible. I have to say. Um, so, so it was a, a, a moment of letting go. And that was a part of becoming one with nature, with myself. Um, it was a, um, you know, it, it felt like it was like walking in, in, in church of nature, like you're walking really like on this holy place with the trees around you and this, the birds, the, the everything becomes more bright, colorful in one moment. And, 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 and it could be, you know, it, it could be because you're, you're absolutely destroyed, right? You're walking so further, further than you thought you could walk and you keep on going and you sleep less and you wake up at five because otherwise it's gonna you're gonna hit that two o'clock moment you're listening. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I was learning fast <laughs> on the way um but it's beautiful because you're so tired you know like all these energies all those thoughts all those things that you keep on telling yourself and sometimes in a negative way like on one moment you stop talking because you cannot after two hours or after five days of talking the same things, you know, you become silent, you know, and you're so tired. So energetically, you also step it out. Like it goes off your body, keeps on moving and almost just shakes, shakes it off. And, um, and then there becomes like space, space in yourself, in your heart. And, or, or that, that was my way. And, um, and then after that moment, like, uh, after the moments of silence and appreciation and just being, then the insights started to come, you know, of how I wanted to live, how I wanted to feel, how I could be myself and what was necessary and needed, what I should do for myself instead of others or situations mm -hmm. or, um, yeah, and that that was so so, it, and it's still because it's it's not a long time ago. I still have those insights about the journey, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, it was it was great. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's I even lost track we... now of my, in my story, but <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I think you know that's the beauty of the Camino. When we start talking all you know people that have lived the Camino, and you get the feeling is what you were saying. You know, you go back to there, and in your case, you know, just two weeks ago, I'm like you're still going through all the stuff that. One of the things that a lot of people, they don't recognize, I'm like, if you do a, a one week Camino, you have time to go through so much stuff, no? And you get time to the open, to the main layer, no, we'll say. Once you get deeper, I'm like, that gets deeper. So you need a time when you finish your Camino to go through all of that. No? And that's why I always recommend people, you know, stay a couple of days in Compostela. If you have time, go to Finisterre Musia because it will give you time to think about all the things that happen because then we go back to life, to normal life, and we don't have time to go through all the stuff that we did in the Camino. I'm like, some people go to day one and it's like, okay, back to the office, back to normal work. Yeah. So in your case, yeah. it's totally different because of your background and what you do, but a lot of people, they don't have that extra time. To be honest, I have to make a confession. I did book my flight to Barcelona to have a weekend spending my time in Soul House Barcelona just to be on a you know, members club, private pool, just to, to, right. balance. But you, to balance. But, you know, that's, that's the beauty. Uh, and, you know, I fight with a lot of people. I do Camino with people that go, you know, with the Michelin star, with five-star hotels. And, you know, if you have time, if you if I have to choose the best way of doing the Camino is from albergue to albergue by yourself. But oh, as I say, yeah. if you have the option to spend a couple of days in great hotels or go to a great restaurant, you're coming to Spain, you're traveling. A lot of people, it's the first time, or as you, you know, when you finish the Camino, go three, four days to an amazing beach to do nothing. Just drink, you know, just 
they let people take care of yourself, get a massage, go to a, I don't know, whatever you feel like. Is your Camino? Yeah, I, I, well, I still cares? haven't been drinking since the Camino, but uh, and to be honest, the, the massages I would even recognize during the Camino because um, I I did that. I think the first week I did three massages, uh, and uh, and it was it was nice to be you know taking care of myself for my body, and I really it was painful, right? Your whole body is like burning. It's like what what are you doing to me? What is this? And, uh, and, and it really helped. It really, really helps. And I didn't feel guilty. I was like, you know what? I keep on telling myself you work, you know, you'll walk already further than your, you know, wish. And, uh, and it was fine. It's, it's, a, it's a way of taking care of yourself as well. You know, it's the same That's way the of you know, taking care of your blisters or. And for yourself, I'm like some people, you know, even if you don't have blisters, just for the feeling of having, you know, the relax, the, the let everything go. A lot of people, you know, we've been going through three years of crap all over the world. We've been working like crazy. And mm. suddenly you're telling me that I have to go to the Camino and eat pasta every day. I'm like, no, one day I'm going to go and have a great restaurant. Or another day I'm going to go to a spa and relax for the afternoon. Is your Camino. Why not? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why not? You know, don't worry. The suffering is there anyway. You know, there's a the lack thing, of you know, sleep. There's a walking of a lot you know and, and you, what is the you, suffering you know you're a lot going of people, they up carry... mountains with 10 kilo you know 10 kilos on your back don't worry you will have your suffering moments like and some no people you know what. they don't suffer physically but they, they have they carry much more you know mentally or you know faith or whatever i'm like a lot of people are going through a lot of big stuff yeah i'm like imagine yourself if you know the the morning that you wake up in leon instead of having that call the call would have changed and will be the opposite how would you camino have changed yeah. So yeah. I don't know. There's something weird, you know. I have a, a big moment in my first Camino of this lady that shared the story and she was, you know, carrying a small little backpack and she was like, Can you carry the backpack for me? And I was like inside of me, you know, just complaining. I'm like, Oh, she's not a real pilgrim, blah blah blah. <laughs> then she was taking the bus to the next stage to the next village because she couldn't find a place to be there. And then I was walking with her because she didn't speak Spanish and suddenly she told me that her son and her husband passed away last year in a car accident. And mm -hmm. she was doing, you know, was the anniversary of the, the car accident this year, that day. And I was like, holy cow. And I'm judging this woman that is doing this Camino mm -hmm. that is so hard for her. And here I am. So, you know, don't it, judge I think anyone. That, that, that was one of the most spectacular things of my Camino. And, and, and that's also what you see in the movie, the way, but also in read every book it's, it's the people, right, that are so important to mirror yourself. And it's so funny that on the moment, you know, it was from the beginning, like I saw someone sitting and then I was like, oh, I don't like that person. I just don't want to tell that person looks like he wants something from me. Right. And then in the next place, you see that person in the next place. And then you end up like being in the next bed. And then one moment you cannot escape and you start talking and then you know, you start realizing like how much every person can inspire you with their stories. And, and the beautiful thing is that the connection with the, with the others is so different than in real life, because, you know, you become each other's best friend, you become each other's doctor, you become each other's psychologist, you become each other's mom, daughter, you know, everything that needs to be mirrored or what you need, you become. And, and it's incredible how people are able to share so quickly to the core of their story, but also yes. to listen to each other. And mm -hmm. I think that's, that's one of those spiritual things, the consciousness that everyone is, is getting into and the connection that you even feel with each other. And, and to be honest, I was really walking alone. Like for me, like, even if I saw someone on the road that I knew or, or liked or wanted to speak to, you know, I maybe said hi, but I also said like, I feel I need to walk alone and that's all. Mm -hmm. No one is judging. Um, but it, it's those moments at the coffee places or in the, uh, albergies or, you know, the restaurants that you, you have those conversations and, or in church, you know, and it's, it's fantastic. So, That's so, the key so of the Camino, no? we, we'll take all those walls that we have in every day. And as you say, you know, whoever says no is a liar. I'm like, we go on normal day and we see people and like, you know, oh, he's ugly. I don't like that people. I don't yeah. like that one. He's a smelly. Yeah, exactly. But suddenly yeah. the Camino, you can say that for a little bit, but then 
everybody becomes one. You don't know who's a millionaire. You don't know who is faith is whatever. You don't know anything <laughs> about anyone. You're still talking. We are all pilgrims. And as you say, we all yeah. share the deepest thoughts <coughs> with total strangers. And suddenly they became your mom, your brother, your friend, your uncle, yeah. whatever you need in the moment. It's, it's very funny because like um, the, the last days I was more able to also share some walks or some hours, you know, like one hour walking with someone or when I was tired and I was starting to invite it more. Um, and we started to have those, those Camino friends that you keep on the Camino family. And uh, what was very funny was, um, um, you know, we were, we were so happy to found this ology all together. And we decided to, to go there together and, and share all the bunk beds and, uh, and, And we figured out in one moment that we all are, you know, every, it was like so funny, like everyone was super high educated, uh, you know, one had a few houses with pools, like, you know, and, and, and many cars and the other one was living in New York and there and there and there. And, you know, it's, it was incredible because you're, you're, you're look all the same. You look like a hobo. Right? You don't yeah. care. You don't do your makeup. I, I, I play with my friends in Pamplona. When we go out at nights, I play hobo or pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. And, uh, and 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 that's the beauty because it all doesn't matter. You don't. It's like I think why some schools have those costumes. You know, the the uniforms uh, because uh, you all become the same. And, uh, and it's the same with the Osho uh, retreat center, and uh, but also here and. Yeah, it's incredible. Exactly. The, the millionaires are also taking the same bunk beds and are happy that it's just seven euro. You know, it's, it's, they, it's they drink funny. the same cheap wine. They, they walk the same path. They have the same blisters and yeah. they feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Yeah. And how was the day? I'm like, you're planning your Camino suddenly when you were planning, you start thinking about five to 10 K. Suddenly you get to Leon, your whole Camino changes. You don't know if you're going to make it to Santiago. But suddenly here you are, you're arriving to Santiago. How did it feel? Yeah, well, I was, I was, I was going fast, right? Too fast. Um, so, um, and I was, you know, it, it was not just mentally that I felt so pumped. It was also body wise. And uh, so uh, the last 10 kilometers, like I, I needed to stop because I, I didn't want to finish. I needed one more day. I needed to walk one more day. Um, and, uh, um, and, and I, yeah, I remember because there were so many people on the way that the last day, um, it was the kids week in Santiago. So oh, you are one of the riders on the wall and the European crowded, crowded, you know, kids singing in groups and being so proud. They walked for four days and, um, <laughs> you know, and, and walking between nuns and priests and, but yeah, it, it didn't matter. It was amazing because you keep on seeing the, those faces that you recognize like, Oh, you're supposed to arrive three days before how come, but you know, mm -hmm. you, I was very emotional, I have to say. And, uh, and, um, but not of the sadness of the letting go, but it was just, so fulfilled with this deep gratefulness that I, I there was all my walls were disappeared and I just I was just feeling so much love or in grace I don't even know what the word for it but I think it's a combination of all of that and feeling so in my power in my you know being being a, a strong woman taking care of my little girl inside me you know that was very much the thought right then And, um, and I wanted to walk slow, slower, slower, but to be honest, I, I couldn't, I was such in this beautiful flow of walking that, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was really, really trying to, to make it longer, but did it work out. And when I arrived, it was very easy, um, to find it because, uh, you just had to, uh, follow the music. There was like a huge concert there um and uh yeah it was it was incredible but it was also like i think all my tears were were walking to santiago seeing santiago mm -hmm. for the first time and there was this one church it's five kilometers before on top of the hill and you yeah. see santiago um 
And I walked in and uh, instead of a statue of Jesus, I saw the statue of Mother Mary. And uh, this this was very much a theme. I also work in my work a lot with Isis, so the old mm-hmm. uh, Egypt yeah, Isis or, or Mother Mary. And, mm-hmm. uh, and for me, I, I just broke down. That was the moment that I had so many tears. And, and when that all was out, I did the last uh, five kilometers. And, um, and it was very joyful. Um, Okay. (laughs) Perfect. So you were arriving into Santiago, you were getting all the feeling, suddenly the church, no, a lot of people ask me, you know, what is the feeling? And a lot of people think, you know, the arrival to Santiago is the moment where everything break loose. And for me, it was the same, you know, arriving to Santiago was incredible, but my deep moment was in Mushia, you know, three days after when I arrived over there, it was kind of like the moment. And in your case, it was that little church when you go from 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 the mountain you know over there and with the virgin mary that's so beautiful no? it's so related with your own journey so yeah. you are in santiago yeah. finally and you have to go back well, no there was some magic in santiago so so the funny thing was that my mom knew and my stepdad uh, knew that i was arriving that morning and um and then uh, uh, my my stepdad never told my mom but you can check on the webcam uh you can check out live the the, the oh yeah and the, there's there's a live camera and the, in the exactly and my mom was later, like yeah. why why did you never told me about this you know when you were every time arriving <laughs> i would have loved to but so she was trying to install it and uh and and by accident she made a a print screen and and then you know like it, it went from different cameras and uh, later on she she wanted to know she she texted me and she wanted to know if i arrived and uh but she was excited to see where where you know how the square was looking and um and then i got my um my compostela and then um uh, uh, she just sent me that print screen and she realized that on that one print screen she made by accident there was there it was like thousand people with all those kids right but there was one person walking towards the camera with a crooked head and a backpack and it was me and she you know it's insane it is insane yeah so so those those and that was again like you know it's it's just incredible like how is this even possible you know all those little you know, you cannot even give words to it, but it just all makes sense. Like, you know, it's such a part, like, yeah, it, it was amazing. So I have literally a photo of me walking on. Driving into Santiago. Square. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. But you know, that's incredible. That's what's, you know, something you touch uh, when we we're talking at the beginning, you know, faith, the Camino being a, a religious, you know, a Catholic pilgrimage, Christian pilgrimage. But right now, a lot of people, they come here from all different faiths, people without faith. And what I always say, you know, maybe a lot of people, when they start walking, they say they do it for tourism, they do it for a sport. But I think that deeply inside all of us, you know, we do it for a bigger reason. You know, we don't know how to call it. We don't know what to call it. But yeah. with you, you know, coming from your background, you were a model. Suddenly you went into a model agency and now you are working, you know, with healing people, with different stuff. Tell us a little bit about, you know, your background and how that fits into the Camino. Because a lot of, you know, lately a lot of people, they've been talking about how the Camino in a bad way and in a good way, a lot of people are going there for healing these new gurus. But I truly believe that the Camino has become a tool that we all can use in Europe and in the world. And and it works. I'm like, I work with people with PTSD that comes to the Camino, a lot of big CEOs that come to the Camino to let it go. And Mm. it is incredible that something that has been a pilgrimage right now, we can use it to something further. You know, it doesn't matter if you have faith or not. I am 100% sure that from point A to point B, even if you don't believe in anything, if you walk the Camino, at the end, there's going to be some change in you. I I don't know what to call it. I have... In my first Camino, this Italian boy, I'm like, he was totally agnostic, you know, he didn't believe in anything, not in the church, but we arrived in Santiago and he went three times to mass. Mm. And I asked him why, and he's like, I don't know. And that's the beauty of the Camino. You have to be open to all of this that is also part of the Camino. As you were saying, you're not Catholic, not really religious, but the churches, everything, it makes also, it is part of the Camino. If you go to Japan, you will- Uh, Oh, definitely. um, you know, in a church, it's it's like, you know, what I very much believe is that a church is, you know, it's always has been there. But before it was a Catholic church, it was a temple. You know, it's it's the place you recognize, you know, to your true self and to God or universe. And it doesn't matter how you call it, but 
it's always has been there, you know, always created temples, even if 30,000 years ago, if it was in a cave or, you know, and it doesn't matter if it was mm -hmm. old Egypt of South America or, uh, um, you know, like everywhere on the planet, they make those places what's a holy place, you know, a, a space to really uh, create time to 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 do what what needs to be done or meditate pray or rituals and um and i think also with the churches on the way it's hundreds thousands uh millions maybe of people have been using those spaces like on the moment you walk into that space you know something changed because you feel mm -hmm. okay this is the moment for silence for praying for meditation and um and it's it's already very healing so i i have to say that it feels different those churches on the way because it's it's the the energy is so pure so mm -hmm. you know so so uh uh yeah i i can imagine that a lot of people like <laughs> you know start to to feel it and, and to be honest uh it was my first thing when, when you say you're from papalona one of my most important uh, friends I made was a priest from from Pampelona. Really? And yeah. What was his name? Uh, Francesco. Francesco. Should I show you the picture? Sure. Oh, I'm like, if I know him, I have to. I will have to interview him if he was working with you also. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to show you the. So this is not very interesting for the people who are listening, but for the. Person still, it's one of those are... more Camino stories. What a coincidence. For when you can see it, I don't know if you can see it. Uh, well, I, yeah, I'll show I you it, later. It, I can send you. It's one later. of those pictures I'm gonna send to you. Um, but, so, so this this only is such an incredible uh, story because. Um, so, so there was this. You want to hear it, by the way? <laughs> no, sure. Yeah, of course, that's the beauty of this. All these little stories, and you know, the beauty of the podcast. You will be surprised how many people. Uh, I'm not a podcast person. I listen to very few podcasts. You know, mostly when I'm walking or something, but you'll be surprised how many people, you know, when I ask them, I'm like, I want to interview you for the podcast. Like, you know, my story tells nothing. I'm like, you will be surprised how many people get inspired by those little stories, you know? And when people yeah. ask me, it's like, but I'm like, we've been here already interview more than a hundred pilgrims and, and people keep listening to stories and people keep finding inspiration on stories like yours. So that's the beauty of this. And even for me, you know, it's a way to get back to the Camino and to get inspired and to, you know, recharge my energy and, and continue. So please share okay, the story. Jose, so, so this story, especially for you then, the priest uh, Francesco and from Pampelona. <laughs> so I was having this beautiful, so it was this couple, uh, Italian French couple who was very, very religious, very religious, but I kept bumping into them. The, the first time I met her, she gave me some advice when I had a question and then uh, she dropped a pillow with Mother Mary and uh, uh, and she said like, oh, and I said like, oh, that's Mother Mary. And because I have so much with Mother Mary and Isis in my job. Um, so so for the people who, who, who don't know yet, I, I work as a therapist with psilocybin or psilocybin is this the working component in magic mushrooms or truffles. And uh, this is a whole new therapy form um that uh, has this incredible results you know worldwide and a lot of hospitals started to work with this uh with uh, ptss uh, uh very it works amazing with depressions um and sometimes also just to um heal some blockage that you have from the past and uh, because we invite everyone, everyone to go everyone on to your website i work with magic.com they can check all your yeah, work i work with magic it's quite impressive <laughs> please check the website it's it's really interesting thank you um so but but uh um so i got this this cute pillow of of mother mary that's by the way next to me now um and um and and we we started to bump into each other and uh, and also one moment that I felt very emotional and we had this beautiful beautiful talks and um, also about the work that I do and uh, so I studied social psychology and I became an Osho meditation teacher and um, uh, 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 and and we talked about uh, feeling guilty about things about uh, uh, letting go of things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, forgive yourself. And, uh, and she said something, I, I don't really recall, but she said something like, Oh, you know, we should, uh, um, 
it, it sounds like you're already such a Christian woman in my ears, the way how you live and how you mm -hmm. speak and how you see life. And that was very funny because she was really knowing all the Bible words out of her mind. And she was so religious, but it, we, we felt this connection so strongly were, uh, about the, 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 the subjects we were speaking about. And, uh, and then there was almost like, okay, let's, let's God decide. Maybe you need to have this forgiveness moments. I think in the Catholic church, it's very important. Mm -hmm. um, before you actually can call yourself a Christian. And uh, so then she walked up to, like, we were sitting in a coffee place and, and there was a lot of people passing by. And she just went there and she just screamed to all those kids, like, is there a priest? Because if there's a priest, you know, we need them. We I need, need you. Them. And then that was very funny because it was Francesco. And he says, like, uh, yeah, I'm a priest. And... And he very much also believes in the Camino and takes these kids on the Camino. And, um, and, but I recognized him because on the last three nights I was going to Mass, the Pilgrim's Mass. I recognized oh, I him. know right now the priest. His name is Tisco. Yeah, well, that's exactly. That's I know nickname. him. Yeah, that's his <laughs> nickname, right? Exactly. And he is incredible. I know him quite well. Yeah. Well, this I is got, yeah. such a small wall. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, exactly. So so you 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 will laugh when you start speaking with him about this because um and and, and because I, those masses was the moment that I was letting go everything. I went to the cross mm -hmm. and really all those tears came out and I was like you really like things were getting so clear and all those tears came out and uh, uh so we started to speak and uh, and and uh, we, we were going to meet up in that evening, and we had beautiful conversations in front of the church. And and he said, like, I, I don't know, I, I just feel so strong. I don't need to hear, you know, all the things you did wrong in your life. What people think, I just, I, I just feel you're on the right track. And and it's beautiful that you have, you know, and, and we, because we talked about how I meditate. And how he was praying, how we talk, how I talked to the universe, how he was talking to God. And we just, we just recognized the same thing that we were doing and the same energy and the same vibe. And, um, so it was beautiful. Like, so, so, so he placed on one moment, he said, I, I need to do that. I placed his hand on my head and to, to, to release me from, from all the, how do you say that, uh, Faults, not faults, sins, exactly, sins. sins. And, uh, and, and, and I also felt like it was also emotional for him. It was a beautiful soul-to-soul -soul connection. And, um, and then from that on, we, we had beautiful conversations um, um, also about life, about also what happened, about our journeys, about how he was experienced being a priest and also me what was happening when i was doing therapy sessions you know it's it's like mm -hmm. you you put yourself aside you know the only yeah. thing what you do is you become one with the other person and and being you know you're there for the other person to to feel and listen and and see what the other person is needing and uh and 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 that it feels as such a grateful job to do and um so every every night we almost saw each other in in church or before and uh, uh, beautiful inspiring conversations and and then he said before like um, you're ready I think you're ready to take the bread and the wine because in the Catholic Church you're not allowed before your sins are forgiven and that you actually are introduced mm -hmm. to this church and he says I feel you can do it and if you feel the same you can do it you know do it in Santiago. And he gave him some homework to to read into, and it was beautiful, inspiring. I really, for the first time, I had such a resistance against the Catholic Church and mm -hmm. how they treat the kids and all the bad stories and what happened. But uh, um, I, for the first time, I started to see the rituals that they were doing, like many rituals I am using in my work mm -hmm. out of my intuition, and I saw also the the. Yeah, I, I just recognized the beauty in it. For the first time, I, I was able to see it. And um, and uh, and it was incredible because then he said, like, uh, uh, on the moment I was in Santiago, I, I, or, or, or uh, he said, like, when did you arrive? And I said, I arrived today. And he was like, this is so emotional for me because I was hoping 
because I was I was supposed to arrive the day before the day before that, right? Yeah. So because I decided last mo minute to stay uh, longer, uh, he said like I was at the mosque this morning and become became so emotional because the story was about well i'm not going to tell the whole bible story uh um, but he says it was about this uh, um this woman that was i, I don't know the name in english i i, I don't I, I can't recall uh but about the the, the woman that's not believing that's not mm -hmm. officially christian but on the end you know when she 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 spoke to jesus and she, she called out on on him how she was treated by him you know, he started to change his opinion about him. And, and he said, like, you're probably more in, you know, more Christian than or, or more religious than I would ever see with someone me. else. You were more connected to really trust out of your own relationship with God and not because of the rules from others. But you're, it's really up to you and God. And he became very uh, emotional because he said I, he recognized some things of my story. And so he was checking if when I was arriving, because for him, it was a sign that that was about me when I was arriving that day. So he wanted to really, uh, he was like asking, are you planning to go to mass? And I was like, of course, it's the first day. Of course, I'm super excited. And he's like, I want to meet you before. I want to share the story where the mass is about. And so he, he told me that he was sitting next to me. And then there was this woman in front of us, like very, very annoyed, very angry that we were talking in this church of God and how can you, and you should be, you know, more respectful for the church. And then uh, he, he went away like five minutes before the mass was starting. He's like, I, I see you afterwards. And then when the mass started, I realized he was the priest doing the service. Yes. In the big Santiago, Santiago church. Yes, because the priests that can go from over the world, they cannot perform at the altar. They just have to go inside. They, they have a car, like a, you know, a, like a credential for them, and then they, they can perform mass over there. But he was the one that was breaking, you know, doing the bread yeah, yeah. and the wine. He was that person. And it was incredible because he walked and then he looked at me and he winked, you know, made a funny face. <laughs> and this female in front of me who was like so much, you know, like judging about us being so not Christian and religious. Look, you know? here is the priest. She turned, is the, the she boss. turned so red. She turned so red. And it was absolutely, I was like, this is great. It was so funny. And um, so, so that was beauty. You know, I guess I realized, we the picture of the, of the church as being this old church and, and I know amazing priests that they are, you know, like Chisco, you know, super open-minded, super, you know, still super you know, open-minded, very, spi very spiritual, normal. very spiritual, and that's the thing, but normal people, laughing about other people. priests, you know, yeah, exactly. like there's nothing wrong. And, but you, you have all these crazy old people that think that the church has to be this old church. I mean, I know there's a different church. There's a lot of churches yeah. right now but you know the funny thing is I, I i kept on saying as a joke to people like i'm going to meet the pope that day i'm going to meet the pope i'm going to meet the pope and everyone's laughing and they were like you know laughing like oh probably when you say it because everything what you say becomes true um um because i was the whole time on the path and, and kind of similar in my life but um um you know and 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 on that moment i realized you know i hope that he would be Pope one day, because if there is someone that is so conscious, so much there, so much living out of his faith, oh, it was, it's fun, Francesco. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful, very emotional experience for me as well. Yeah. You know, that's the beautiful things that, you know, I get with the Camino and, and right now, you know, I think we've been trained over the years to, to see the difference in others more than what we have in common. As you were saying, you know, all the religions, the, the way of praying is meditation. I'm like, you know, meditation has been there forever. Priests, and if you talk to priests that they do the whole retreats, it's the same idea. All the retreats mm. that now companies do and they do, I'm like the church and all the different religions, they've been doing it for ages. But, you know, going there, I think the people, sometimes the people have this blockage when they go to the Camino because it's just the Catholic Church. I'm like, no, I just go to the temple and as a place, as you were saying, you know, relax, connection, whatever. Whatever has to happen, has to happen. But, you know, it's so funny, this story, because look at, you know, a people that has no faith will say, you know, that this is a coincidence. But what if the chances in the world that I was looking on Instagram met you, that you met Chisco and that I know Chisco? What are the chances? Exactly. Yeah, but this really? is not 
Really, so I'm like, like sorry. The whole way, this, this is, is not exactly prepared. Camino. This is this is exactly what happens nonstop during the road, right? This is what yes. exactly every day happens during the Camino, and you're the only one who understands. Like, hey, this was a little sign. This is weird. This is and and on one moment it's not constant. You know, it's this is everything happens exactly how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, and it's magic. It's magical. So yeah. So now, how do you explain everything to, you know, to when you're working to your daughter or to your friends? How do you explain this whole craziness that is the community? Because a lot of people will think that, you know, from a professional, from you, from the yoga perspective, from the, will think, you know, that, that you are a little separated from the community and you will see. But how do you explain this whole magic that we know and we call the Camino? Well, I, I think the same as I speak to you, Jose. Um, I, you know, I... I, I I tell my daughter that so many things, I got so many signs. I, uh, the, the, it, it was more about how I felt than it's not about how many flowers you see or that you, you know, it's, it's the feeling that, you know, it, it's how I feel right now after the Camino. What's the magic? And it's the gratefulness that I feel that I, you know, things that needed to be done happened. And, um, it, that that's you know and i also like what i what i uh, or what i advise to people or because like they're like oh yeah my friend was starting to talk about it i want to do it it's like go alone that's that's mostly mm-hmm. what i tell people go alone because you will have different conversations with persons and you would really have to live out of your own intuition out of your own heart you uh, um, instead of uh, um, leaning on on others or others leaning on you because then you know, it can give a lot of friction. And of course you can learn from frictions and frustrations and, but the journey is very different, I guess. And uh, so I would really recommend go on your solo journey. Yeah. I totally agree. I guess the Camino <laughs> with friends, the Camino with bike, but if you have to choose do a long Camino, at least two weeks, if you can do a whole month, I, that's amazing. And go by yourself, plan as little bit as you can. You know, if you have any questions, feel free to ask all of this big Camino community online that will help you, but don't research too much. Right now we have a problem yeah. with the Camino that there's too much information, too many blogs, too many, but listen to stories. That's what I love it's to know not, about this. It, I don't talk about too I, much, but it's, yeah. it's great. It's great. If you, if your brain needs some input, you know, just, but just remember, just take enough water and just at, at least see what kind of journey you're going to do for, for that day. <laughs> Learn a little <laughs> like, the Spanish of how to ride like a bicycle <laughs> and say, Oh, señor, me lleva al pueblo. Learn your what? basic Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that what? learn a little Spanish so you can tell the old guy to, to take the uh, ride on the motorcycle to the no, next village. No, no, you know, you just, you can trust that people understand where you're like begging, you're just stepping on someone's motorcycle. Like I'm not gonna, I'm gonna step That's the beauty. This has been going on for years and people understand, you know, I've seen people becoming best friends without knowing each other's languages in the Camino. Magic happens. Exactly, and exactly. The and only, but the only way honest- is going there. The, the guy from the motor, he, he texted me a couple of days later that maybe I felt like he was sent by God, but I really became his angel about the talks that we had, the, the feeling he, he had of uh, someone that's really trusting him and asking him for help for him. That was like never a woman was able to step on his motorcycle. And for him, it was the first time then he was so uh, feeling seen and hurt. Uh, that evening when we had those talks and he was not doing the Camino. So, um, and, and, and he said like, yeah, it it was first a great story to tell all my friends playing cards, but, uh, uh, it was very, uh, important for me as well to have that experience. That's that's also something, you know, a lot of people forget. Um, the people that live in the Camino, it's also part of the Camino. Take time to talk to the lady that is waiting with her. Go talk to the paisano, you know, the man that is working on the fields. Talk to the priest at the church. Talk to the guy that runs the restaurant in the supermarket because they all will give you something. And I think, you know, the Camino is all about giving and receive. As you were saying, you know, sometimes you, you think that the person in front of you is doing more for you than you are doing for him. But sometimes you are the one that is giving that relief and taking care of that little, that big stone that he's carrying on his backpack. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be open and yeah. just go and walk. So final question, when is your next Camino? Do you have a Camino plan or? 
Uh, almost like two and a half weeks ago, almost booked another journey to Portugal, to Porto to walk with my uh, daughter. She just turned 11. And, uh, and I was like, I need you to experience this. But experience uh, this. So, so we, we did a road trip to France with a, with a tent instead. Um, but uh, probably I will I will do the next uh, journey with her. And just, you know, maybe from Porto or, or a little from bit Porto, further to do at least 100 or 150. The Portuguese coastal will be amazing. It's really flat, really, you know, if you walk it, it's into hikes and seas, you know, used to hikes, this sometimes 20, 20K, but super easy, beautiful. Perfect. That's perfect. The Variante Espiritual, yeah. super deep, you know, more relaxed, less pilgrims, great connection with nature and everything. For me, it's one of my top caminos, the, the Portuguese ah, coastal. Well, that, that's my next then. Thank you. So totally. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Charda. Incredible talking to you. I hope that one day, you know, we will invite Chisco, Francesco to... T- come here and talk with, uh, with us. It, and, it would be great studio. to go to Pampelona and show up in his church. He would be so... You are more than welcome. If anything you can, <laughs> you know, we can surprise him for sure. And, and that will be amazing. As I said to every pilgrim, you know, Pamplona is your house. If you can buy, you know, just let me know and I would love to show you around. So as we always say, thank you so much for saying your story with us. Uh, you know, I think this is great. The Camino is all about the people and about these stories that I'm for sure, you know, it's going to inspire. Or at least, you know, make some people laugh and some people smile and, and see about the, the greatest of the Camino. So thank you so much. Buen Camino, Ultrella. Thank you, Jose. Thank you so much. <laughs>